Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where everything else is brought to the table by the inner lighthearted spirit of this podcast, which spontaneously gathers people together and sparks nothing but good vibes. Thanks for joining us. Wait a minute. <laughs> that, that, that sounds like another mission statement. Good vibes. It is. And in fact, and I love this, it's a mission statement, as is our want, based on a former thing. And that thing's the Aperol Spritz. Beautiful. That is the mission statement of the Aperol Spritz, which honestly, to which I have to say, hell yeah. I really wish I was having an Aperol Spritz right now. I know. That does sound delicious. Although I'm having a <laughs> Batanga and it is everything <laughs> uh well one thing that we both did earlier today which is a, a mini thing probably in the world of of podcasters and journalists more than anything uh co-tweeting mm-hmm. we did we totally did so we are co-thinging co-tweeting right this is because- a co-thing uh because we co-tweeted earlier that we were going to do it's a thing and so we're co-thinging the co-tweet thing that we tweeted about earlier that we did it's kind of a thing. Yeah. Like maybe it's not even that big of a thing. And actually, actually it's been kind of, I feel like the running joke is that this is co-tweeting in case you are not familiar. Twitter released a feature, which you have to get the freaking app to use. I use Twitter on the web on my phone because I am trying to introduce friction so that I won't use Twitter so often. And also I think the app sucks balls. Pardon my language, but it does. And I have not downloaded the Twitter app in, I don't know, six years or something, but you have to get the app to get the co-tweet capability. But then you can tweet together like those people who have Aiden's mom and dad at AOL.com as their email address. <laughs> so yes, just like Paul and Storm, we can put out a tweet that will be authored by both of us, which we did. And my other co-host, Jason, pointed out that this is a feature that it seems mostly useful for podcast co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There are two people I've co-tweeted with today, Molly and another podcast co-host of mine, Brian Rushway. So early data indicates that Jason is right. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good, Tam, you guys. Pretty good total addressable market of podcast co-hosts. <laughs> but nevertheless, it's a thing. Uh, indeed, indeed. All right. Well, uh, I would like to get to another topical thing. It's mm-hmm. not, not a salve. Uh, it's topical in the sense of, <laughs> of being a topic of interest this week. Uh, the Large Hadron Collider uh, turned on at a higher power. <laughs> not God, just like more uh, giga electron votes uh, or, or volts, not votes uh, earlier this week. And of course, uh, as has become tradition in the many years that the LHC has been in operation, uh, when it turns back on after shutting down for upgrades, everyone assumes a portal will open. 
and the jokes were running fast and furious. Uh, It feels funnier now than it did at first. The first time the LHC turned on, it felt like there were a little too many people who thought for real there would be a black hole and we'd all, you know, end up in a portal to hell. Uh, This time (laughs) it felt more like, you know, people were like, ah, Mercury's in retrograde. I'm blaming my bad day on the LHC turning on. Ha ha ha. It's more like uh, it's more like the birds aren't real thing. Instead Even, yeah, of a, yeah, it's wait, a, it's no, more it's on definitely that going to happen in that class for sure. Yeah, yeah, that is funny. The tweets on this are pretty funny, and there is one guy who tweeted, "It's a good thing it's all in Switzerland because you can bet if it was in the U.S., there would be a bunch of high school dropouts and pickups honking and wearing body armor and AR-15s trying to close the portal to hell <laughs> and calling scientists pedophiles." <laughs> which is accurate yes uh but yeah lhc uh gonna do great science had a big announcement from previous experiments uh and uh did not to our knowledge yet open a portal that we know of they're probably just not telling us to our knowledge we do not know of a portal they want you to think there's no portal they want you to think there's more I, i mean i am cracking up because there is a literal entire article at usaherald.com, which I've never heard of, but I don't care. It's now my new favorite thing (laughs) that says, and this is the headline. Conspiracy theories are wrong. CERN LHC is not a portal to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, USA Herald, I was assuming was a Moldovan link farm uh, until you said that it was anti-conspiracy. Unless that's the new tactic the usa to, herald is the subtitle the subtitle is the people's voice I'm, i mean i don't know it but it seems to just have like regular old news like there's some crypto news and twitter stock fell four percent i guess what i'm wondering is is Elon that the new clickbait to do regular it news might be. it might be <laughs> so crazy like i found this amazing place that just has regular news send me the link oh my gosh it has even been suggested that the strange clouds above the lhc are a reason to question exactly what is taking place inside oh oh and then here we go and there are suggestions that the fiction will become real life with the accelerators reopening and this is after a paragraph that talks uh-huh. about how stranger things opens a portal <gasps> it's about how there's actually a portal Okay, so it's it's what we thought it was. <laughs> the scientists insist they are not doing human sacrifices or opening a portal to hell. They claim they are conducting experiments based on research and science. This is definitely inclined yep, inclined yep. to um, right. create questions. I my have hopes, questions. Now. My hopes are are dashed. <laughs> so oh, you're well. saying it's a portal to hell? But the headline was reasonable to draw you in. It was. That's weird. It really was, and they gave it. They both sides did. Hmm. <laughs> We're just telling both sides of the news. We're just it telling both sides of the news. could be a portal to hell, but maybe it's not. But it's probably not. Some people not. say it is. Some people say it isn't. There is no truth. Welcome Who are to we the to judge? Who are we to judge? Oh, my God. Um, well, I will say that I am excited to have, I think, I'm not going to say I kicked off a thing. I'm just going to say that I bought an entire leg of jamón iberico at Costco. They came with its own carving stand and knife. You have to warn me before you say words like that so I don't short out all of my electronic equipment with drool. By drooling. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, totally. Well, I have good news for you in a minute. Uh, 
And I took it to my friend Sarah's house and we had a birthday party and we made a bunch of tapas and we had champagne and it was wonderful. And we used YouTube to learn how to carve jamon iberico slices super thin so that you could see through them like paper. And then someone else in my Instagram circle did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. someone else in my Instagram mm-hmm. circle did the same thing. And then UrbanDaddy.com had an article about how a, some company will send a jamon iberico with the carving stand and knife straight to your door. That's not, And that's not how you got it? No, I bought it at Costco. Ha- Costco. I mean, I think the reason this is a thing is because Costco is the locus, the nexus of all things. And for whatever reason, Costco sells a full-on leg of jamón ibérico. And you can buy it, I think, with or without the stand. I bought it with the stand and the knife because that's a freaking baller 50th birthday present. But like now, I think it's a thing. People are just buying these jamones for like parties and stuff. I have so many questions. (laughs) How long do we have? (laughs) Go. Uh, So I first discovered jamón ibérico in a trip to Barcelona. Same. You know, mm-hmm. um, I believe I believe it was during that trip that you and Jason Howell created the Google Doc for Buzz Out Loud that still today serves as the source template for all shows I do. Oh, my biscuits. That's incredible. <laughs> Side note, because um, I remember coming back from a trip and I'm pretty sure it was that trip. Anyway, I discovered Hamon Iberico there and. And Mm -hmm. you could not get it in the United States. And there were all these stories about like, oh, this is why it doesn't meet certain regulations on blah, 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 but it's really good. And so you have to get a special permit to import Mm -hmm. it. So some restaurants have it, but it's really expensive. And then years down the road, I remember being in a Gelson's in Los Angeles and they had like five slices of Hamon Iberico in a vacuum-packed packet in the deli section. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can buy it? That's amazing. And I spent, I don't know, $15 for five slices of Hamon Iberico. <laughs> and you're telling me, you're telling me, Molly Wood, that in this day of uh-huh. of supply chain nightmares, when, when I can't even, you know, get like a small plastic ball shipped from China and be sure that it's going to show up that you can just walk into a Costco and get a whole <laughs> leg of Hamon Iberico? How did we get to this beautiful point in this otherwise desolate landscape of shipping? I don't understand. Right? I think it's I think it's the principle of equal and opposite reaction. It's ah, straight up Newtonian bingo. for yes. every hell portal that is national politics or global assassinations or pandemic or whatever, you get an entire leg of Hamon Iberico available to you at Costco with a stand. And I would just like to point out that this article on UrbanDaddy.com about how Mercado Femos will send you an entire leg to your door is from today. And I will bear witness that Molly had this as a consideration topic well before today. Today, it's because I bought it at Costco and we had that fun party. And then my boss got one and then I saw somebody else get one. And I was like, yeah, this is the thing, dude. And the cool thing about the Hamon Iberico leg is that it, you just, so once you have figured out how to carve it, I mean, it lasts forever. Like my friend has since been dragging this thing around to all parties. Like she came to a party at my house and brought it because it is large. I mean, it's a whole leg of pig, but you just you you slice off the fat on top mm. and then you just put the fat 
back on it, like mm. nature saran wrap. <laughs> and then when you want to eat it, there's like a thin little uh, crust of mold. And you just slice that off and then you just keep slicing ham. Then you could use it for like a year. Again, maybe longer. again. I saw butchers in Barcelona doing that and thought, mm-hmm. well, that's a thing you'll only ever see people do in Barcelona. And now you're <laughs> telling me you could just walk into a Costco, get yep. one, and Molly Wood is doing it at her house? <laughs> you can just bring it on home that's to incredible. your house. Yeah. You might have to go. It's amazing. I'm feeling for- nostalgia hearing you say this for a world in which that should seem possible <laughs> <laughs> for many things. <laughs> You're like, that can't be right. <laughs> this feels like a 2018 it experience, not a 2022 experience. Be right. Yeah. No, it's it equal wow. and opposite reaction. It's Newtonian. Yeah, it must CERN, be. CERN made this possible. <laughs> it was the Hamon portico. It was the Hamon portico, portico that confirmed the law, the basic laws of the universe. <laughs> That's how Costco's getting them. How Costco's they're not shipping from the them. portal. Yeah, they're just walking right through the portal. <laughs> just the little ham legs yeah. okay i really if somebody knows how to animate please animate little teeny ham legs walking just through walking through a portal from the portal to hell yeah into our into our lives into now i will costco. say that for some reason on the costco website it's listed at 549 dollars. i am not that good a friend i got it for like 150 so don't pay that yeah okay now the prices still are up <laughs> the prices mm-hmm. are still are still high for this. This is not, you know, your your twenty dollar ham at, over no. at the Ralphs. It's a hundred and fifty dollar ham, yeah, but yeah. it lasts you like a year. <laughs> but you can get it. That's the thing. You get it. That's With the knife. knife. With the knife? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like we're doing QVC now. <laughs> With the people, you can't With hold off on this deal knife. any longer. <laughs> Just one hundred easy payments. Five dollars each. <laughs> oh, that that's that's amazing. It yeah. really is amazing. It's awesome. I'm delighted. I don't know how big a thing it is, but I'm excited to help make it more of a thing because mm-hmm. if you want to rock a party, you show up with a ham on. I remember that. I still remember the color of the plate. It was yellow of the first ham on Iberico I ever had. It's that oh, good, man. people. It is so good. It's so good. <laughs> They're just like raised on acorns, like. It's just the pigs like freely roam yeah. and live on acorns. And then you make these thin slices and it's just incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. And they write poetry about how they hope someday to be delicious. <laughs> they, they, they do. That they, last part may not be true. I'm yeah, not. I know. I'm like, that's kind of dark, actually. That's too much. <laughs> yeah, it's starting, it's starting to be restaurant at the end of the universe sort of yeah. material. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, then let's give you something to put your slices of Hamon Iberico into. The Snackle Box. (laughs) If you're headed out to the beach or a picnic uh, and you need an easy way to carry many snacks, but you don't need a lot of them, right? You want just a little of each. You want want a few cashews, a few olives. uh, You might say tapasized portions of food. Uh Uh, Uh Folks Mm -hmm. are taking the Tackle Box, filling it with snacks. And calling it the snackle box. Stop it. Now, here's the beauty of this story. It's not new. Uh, this has been going on for years. I found a life hacker article about it from December 21, but I also found references to it going back to 2018. And I discovered it when someone was talking about it on Twitter over the weekend. 
And people were doing that thing where like, you didn't invent the Snackle box. This person did when they tweeted about it two weeks ago. And so as I dug in, I'm like, none of you are invented it. This thing's been around for years. How did I not know? But it's a thing. This is so smart. It's like the bento box, but way more practical because you can fit lots more stuff in there. Yeah. Now. And I say wow. this knowing that someone is about to type this in our, our Discord, and I mean no disrespect. The Debbie Downers on the Lifehacker article and the Twitter mm. threads all point out that not all tackle boxes are food grade. Whatever. And some people raise the alarm a little more than others, like, you should never let food touch a non-food grade. It would be a, a better if you did get a food grade tackle box. But if you're just storing this short term... You're probably yeah. fine. The The valid point is you shouldn't keep the snacks in your snackle box all the time. Like once you're done with the picnic and you get home, you should take them out because it's if yeah. it's not food grade plastic, you'll get some emissions and it's not good for you. But but just for going to the beach, I think it's probably OK. This is freaking genius. I don't even care. This is genius. Yeah. I mean, I should say I I care and I probably care or whatever, but there's so many evil plastic emissions creeping into my body every yeah. minute and of just, every day. Again, it is a good point. Don't store the food in the, in the tackle right. box, but, but, but to pack a, it in there and yeah. take it on a trip. Just so you put a little saran wrap or something in there too, just to be extra, extra protection. Oh yeah. This is amazing. I love the snackle box. And Amos makes a great point in our discord. Who's ever heard of picnic leftovers? Exactly. You're not bringing any of these snacks back. Come on. <laughs> it's so perfect. It combines so many things. Like, I think we talked about bento boxes being a thing probably ages ago. We mm-hmm. got to publish our we got to publish our list of things from all the years of yore. <laughs> and then you and then charcuterie. <laughs> right. Because it's basically charcuterie. Yeah. An oh, Uber that's thing. Incredible. An Uber thing, thing right yeah. now. Oh, man, I want to make a snackle box. That's so cute. I love the picture on this Lifehacker article because it has, I would eat everything in here, including the Oreos lined up in the long part. Perfectly lined up in a couple different kinds of popcorn. Triscuits. Triscuits. Triscuits are good. They really are. Yeah. I don't think I'm going out on a limb saying triscuits, underrated. Mm -hmm. Underrated. I think they are underrated because a lot of people just kind of forget about them. But Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Much like I had almost forgotten about what an ongoing thing green versus blue texts is like, it's such a thing that I didn't really even think to mention it. Like, yeah, it's a thing that if you're the person who, you know, doesn't have an iPhone and then you turn the whole message thread green, then you're kind of a, um, a, a an outlier slash pariah in your yeah. friend group people and- may people may it may exile you on the on, and the other side of it is uh if you're the green text and the rest of the group is blue you may not get all the messages the same way right you won't even get them yeah exactly and you won't be able to like things or thumbs up them in the right way and it'll just it'll just it'll ruin everything i think there was even like a cardi b like a passing reference or she put it on Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it literally made my kid give up his Android phone because it was like, I can't handle being a green bubble. So that has been a thing. And then I just couldn't not bring it up for another day upon finding out that Drake made a song about it. Yeah. A whole song. This yeah. song is called Texts Go Green. <laughs> this is literally 
the name of, and then I was like, okay, once Drake is involved, Mm -hmm. you can't just keep on walking by. This is Drake's new album Mm -hmm. that dropped. Which everybody hates. The same weekend my niece graduated from from preschool. (laughs) That Mm -hmm. everyone says they hate. From the moment it dropped, I was watching people on Twitter saying how much they hated this. And yet is the number one streaming album in the United States of America. Because uh-huh. people hate it so much, they just have to keep listening to it so they, they remind themselves how much they hate it. They're like, don't I hate it? In the in the chorus of the song, Drake thinks, texts go green, it hits a little different, don't it? <laughs> no, you miss the days when I was gripping on it. No, you're in a house tonight just thinking on it. I moved on so long ago. Does this mean that he, she dumped him for an Android guy? Ooh, maybe it does. Ooh. Or there's also the thing when you, um, when you block someone, the text, oh, the text, text no longer show green. blue. He does say mm-hmm. that. They do say that. Um, yeah. So she's blocked and the texts are green now. Mm-hmm. Or she blocked him. Cut him yeah. off. Wow. That's deep. Yeah. That's deep. Because mm-hmm. this isn't, and yeah, I I th- I think the implication is we both have iPhones, but suddenly my texts go green. I did not know that if you and here it is in distractify.com explaining what these lyrics are about. If you are an iPhone user who's been blocked by another iPhone mm-hmm. user, your messages will no longer be blue; they will turn green. That is so cold. They make you like an Android yeah. person. Ew. It's uh, it's you know, it's when your friend sits you down and goes, no, man, she didn't get an Android phone. Damn. <laughs> uh-huh. Texco it's a hard green. truth. <laughs> That's a hard truth right there. Now, um, I, my part of this, this thing, which is <laughs> definitely a thing, uh, is, uh, I, I would like all of you to log this, uh, in my medical records, <laughs> this progression of my slow mental decline, <laughs> because, there are two examples, one of which Molly knows, the other she doesn't. Uh, I know that this came out the week of my niece's graduation from preschool because we were up in San Jose visiting them and we were at their house. And when the album dropped, I played it. Mm-hmm. So we were we were sitting around on the couch. Uh, we were we were playing a, a card game, I think, or something. Anyway, I just played it while we were doing and the song Text Go Green came on. And it did not dawn on me because, by the way, my wife works for Rotten Tomatoes, her sister works for Facebook, and her sister's husband works for The Verge. So this is a tech wow. family. Yeah, it's the crowd. Uh, and none of us went like, oh, techs go green. That must be about that. So there's there's that evidence, one, that it, you know I'm not working at peak efficiency. And then earlier when we were looking at the lineup, I was like, green versus blue techs. Man, there was a song about this. And it, was, like, it a, was it a K-pop song? I can't remember. And I'm searching and trying to remember. And then I look at the actual link like an idiot, finally. <laughs> and I see, without even clicking the link, the URL says text go green drake meaning it did say that and i'm like oh it was the drake song that's what it was 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Just write that down for Friday, July 8th, 1550. <laughs> that you're, st- you're still okay. Yeah, I didn't. So it came up. I mean, we'd been talking about it. I think the Cardi B thing happened. And then in the Wall Street Journal, not that long. I mean, this is how long ago I should have brought it up, honestly. Because in, the, in January, the journal had a whole long piece about iMessage is winning because of peer pressure. Like mm-hmm. teens don't want to, you know, have yeah. be the green bubble. And then Google like came out with a statement and accused Apple of exploiting peer pressure and bullying for profit oh, yeah, because yeah. it makes the the bubbles blue, which, you know, I mean, uh, it was a whole big marketing thing by Google trying to pressure. Yeah. 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 iMessage is locking. Like there's no question. It's a hundred percent locking. Like it's peer pressure and also functionality. And also the fact that they break your SMSing if you try to switch from iPhone to Android, but also really just the, the kind of social, I'm just trying to point out the thing thing and not have yet another Apple rant because my God, <laughs> uh, made a the, lifelong drinking I, game I, with my Apple rants. Would- we, we obviously on daily tech news show, we, we covered that whole Google Apple spat and I didn't love Google's look. It was not a good look for, for Google. Uh, however, the point I will grant them 100% mm-hmm. is there's a standard that they're using called RCS yeah. that Apple Won't isn't use. adopting. And it's kind of not a leg to stand on for Apple not to adopt it. No. Right. Unless that's that, that leg to stand on is we want to lock you in. Great. Which I is allowable, but in oh, sure. an age yeah, yeah. of increased antitrust and monopoly scrutiny, even though Apple is Apple is not technically a monopoly is probably not the smartest leg to stand on. It's not a big, fat, juicy hamon leg. The only like non-anti-competitive, non-business reason uh, that that I could come up with is that RCS is a very old standard. Uh, and so implementing it is a cost. And well, hear me out. I'm only there, laughing because it's so old that Android adopted it like six months ago, for God's sake. It took for freaking ever. Well, yeah. Google, it's not like Google jumped on it, you know, in 2008 uh-huh. when it was created. They they, exactly. took, they took this long too. But but yeah, so so there there is a, the argument that if we – it's like jumping on a standard at the end of its life kind of like, well, but RCS is already almost outdated. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and we do yeah. all the things that it does already. So – and if, iMessage is awesome. Apple was saying, and therefore we'll make iMessage interoperable and be the new standard. I'd be like, yeah, Apple, you win this round. But that's not what they're doing, of course. Well, no, and they never will. And iMessage is. Well, oh, they might than RCS. in the EU in the DSA goes into. That's <laughs> true. That's true. And then the bubbles, and then it, everybody will be and the on bubbles equal burst footing. The bubbles burst. Amazing. <laughs> anyway, uh, long way of saying absolutely yes. Drake and Green versus Blue Text, both a thing. Both a thing. You're right. Hating that album, but secretly, like, hate listening. <laughs> hate listening to Drake. To Drake <laughs> while, about Green and Blue Bubbles. Well, uh, while your texts go green with your friend who hates Drake. Oh, my God. And you could carve little thin pieces of Hamoni Berico and put them in your snackle box. Oh, my God. Just- it's, a it's whole thing. all coming together. And I then how many Medical got here through the portal? I mean, <laughs> how do we do it? How do we do it? I, I don't even know. I don't even know. Actually, we do it because we have the amazing support of you, the Thing audience. Uh, Emily wrote in to feedback at itsthing.me on a drink thing. Ready? <gasps> Hit it. Hi, Molly, Tom, and crew. Beer can glasses. 
as in drinking glasses in the shape of a beer can, has reached thing status. Seeing them everywhere, right meow. Love the show. <laughs> oh, never she get wrote tired right meow, typos. by the way. I'm, re- I'm faithfully reading. That's what it said. Yeah. Oh my God. I have not seen these, but I just went to Amazon and found a bunch. And these are hilarious and kind of adorable. Because it's a clear glass. But it's just shaped like a beer can. Oh, my gosh. Now that I'm looking at that, I definitely have seen these in restaurants. Really? Streisand effect? Yes. I didn't realize that it was a thing that I was looking at. Well, yeah, because it doesn't. Absolutely. Until you are told it's a beer can, it has a little bit more of a almost like a beaker look. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow. These are cute. It's like the new mason jar. Beer can glass. Look at that. New Bourbon and oak. Amos says they've been using those for soju tea in Korea. Really? For years, yeah. I mean, this is a, it's a good looking glass. I kind of like it. Rich has one? What? <laughs> what is even happening? Is it branded, Rich? I have one from Working Class Brewery. Huh. I do, he says in all caps. Wow. Amazing. Look okay, I love this. Thank you, Emily. That's great. And Rich right there with the immediate thing formation. Perfect. Uh, speaking of which, Russell was not the only one to write in about mm. with a thing formation on the gray car topic. Molly, Tom and Rich, he says you were talking recently about the trend toward gray cars. Have to confirm seeing a good number of them around New York City recently. Attached photo tries to get two in one frame <laughs> on 69th Street between Central Park West and Columbus. I think this color trend is pretty sharp. And I also think that one of the first cars to sport this color was the Audi TT. I think that's actually true. Hmm. Yes, Russell. I think I did see it on the Audi TT. Good looking car. That's a good looking car. It's kind of an Audi thing. This reminds me of the Jeep thing I I saw in Hawaii a long time ago. (laughs) And then when I came back, suddenly I saw Jeeps everywhere. The gray car thing. I know. Totally. Oh, yeah. Every time I see it now, I I like keep pointing my... It's driving my son insane because I'm totally <laughs> like, there's one, there's one, there's one, there's uh, one, there's one. Matt also wrote in on car colors, said on episode 219, you were talking about super saturated pastels. I think of the new car colors as cream colored throwbacks yeah. to the 1970s, except not the earth tones. It's a creamy blue, a creamy red. It is. Yeah, Thank you. Right. That is exactly well, the well right put. descriptor. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's absolutely perfect. A creamy gray. It is a creamy. There is a creamy gray. Yeah. Yeah. There really is. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. That is exactly the word we've been looking for. Thank you. And CB2 in Discord has a theory. My theory on eight. Great. Get shortened to GR and the number Mm. eight, which gets shortened to eight, which gets written as A-T-E because it's shorter than eight. E-I-G-H-T. Interesting theory. Interesting theory. Yeah. I'll take it. I don't I mean, honestly. Although, nah, wouldn't people makes... just keep typing the number eight? But you know yeah. what? People do weird stuff like that. So I'm not, that doesn't disprove anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. Honestly, it's as good as anything I've heard. Sure. Yeah. Oh, oh uh, Rich points out voice to text. When you say eight, <gasps> meaning the number Would eight, it might spell eight. it out. A-T-E. Yeah. Wow. Good, good call. Outstanding. And then Icor in Discord on Minions Thingness uh, said, guess it's too much of a thing now and pointed to a BBC article banning teens in suits from seeing Minions because some of them were not behaving well. What? <laughs> okay, that is the most ridiculous thing 
I think I've ever heard. First of all, why would you go anywhere in a suit and be a jerk? That makes no sense. Well, it's just such a weird thing to like after at least most of my life, uh, people wouldn't wear a suit, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, people like why don't more people wear suits? You know, let's. And if you wore a suit, you were a square that now wearing a suit is a sign that you're a troublemaker. I mean, what in the actual hell? Teenagers but, following the gentle minions trend have been accused of making noise and throwing things during screenings, a.k.a. teenagers. I mean, sorry. Stunningly saying. bad behavior, said Mallard's cinema, cinema manager said the cinema had suffered a massive financial impact from all the refunds for customers whose viewing of the film had been disturbed because all these kids went there in suits and then had hella fun. Whatever. Squares. <laughs> some For some reason, this reminds me of the Teddies, which was a British subculture that preceded the punks where like young young kids would dress up in edwardian clothes and then go out and behave badly (laughs) i mean this is absurd it's been absolutely heartbreaking we've had families who won't even go back into the screen when we've tried to sort it out families leaving before the film has even started and of course the children have been in tears i'm just gutted the box office staff told the BBC young people in suits had been, quote, cheering, clapping, whooping, and rising to their feet throughout How the film. How dare they? Untoward behavior. They were having tons of fun. <laughs> so we just had to decide to put a stop to it and say thanks very much. But we're not doing the whole TikTok trend thing. We had children coming, people coming in with children for their first cinema trip ever, and we wanted to protect that, really. <laughs> to which the attendees in suits said, my money don't jiggle jiggle, it folds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love it. And by the way, in case you think the accents are over, they're not. <laughs> they are not because it's shout out time. Mm. Of course, the shout outs are custom crafted week after week by one Rich Straffolino for you, <laughs> oh dear. the patrons who support us at the shout out level the at patreon.com slash it's a thing. That's right. I read ahead. Today's shout outs are based on excerpts from Werner Herzog's Minnesota Declaration. Optional, says Rich. Do this in a Werner Herzog accent, just a slow, methodical German accent with a healthy dose of detached despair. Yeah. Yeah. I got to figure out how to switch from German to, I almost need to watch like a little Werner, Her- Werner Herzog. I think video. Mandalorian. Remember? He was the, yeah, exactly. uh, he was the guy in that. Bring in the me, mm. bring me the baby. That's like become a meme. <laughs> bring the child. Me the baby. There's one too, where he appeared in like a Rick and Morty as an alien who was talking about how humans are obsessed with their penises. <laughs> He's like, I've seen them talk about big ones. I've seen them talk about small ones. <laughs> they will put a, p- a pencil in front of their pants and say, look at my so-and-so. Uh-huh. It's incredible. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to do the best we can. with. The I think we're accent. ready. Yeah. I think we're ready. We're good. We're warmed up. All right. Would you like me to begin? Unless you would like me to begin. <laughs> I'll, I'll begin. I like this. Okay. okay Today's shout outs based on excerpts from Werner Herzog's Minnesota Declaration, which is apparently a thing. By dint of declaration, the so-called cinema Saint. By dint of declaration, the so-called cinema Louis Saint Amour is devoid of amour. 
he reaches a merely superficial truth, the truth of Mike Akins. David Grizzly Smith confounds fact and truth and thus plows only stones. And yet, Benjamin Forrest sometimes has a strange and bizarre power that makes the inherent Gabriel Cohen seem unbelievable. There are deeper strata of Eric Duncan in cinema, and there is such a thing as poetic, ecstatic Jake Woods. It is mysterious and elusive and can be reached only through fabrication and imagination and Miranda Janel. The moon is dull. James C. Smith doesn't call, doesn't speak to you, although a glacier eventually farts. And don't you listen to the song of Kevin Seal. Life in the oceans must be sheer Morris Jones, a fast, merciless leap rise of permanent and immediate danger. So much of a lot of able that during evolution, some species, including Brandrew Bradley, crawled, fled onto some small continents of solid land, where the lessons of darkness continue. I'm so sad now. <gasps> what the hell is the Verda Herzog Minnesota Declaration? I need to know. I'm looking this up right now. I'm shopping. Uh, yeah. By the wow. way, Louis Saint Amour, devoid of Amour, chef's kiss. That is just Show beautiful. Show beautiful. Verna Herzog's Minnesota Declaration. I think our German got a little better as we went on too. Yeah, by the yeah. Way. Congratulations. No, we, lo- we loosened up. Yeah. Congratulations, Rich. Bravo, as always. And thank you so much for supporting us at the shout out level so that we can have this absolutely absurd fun week after week. Absurd fact creates norms on truth illumination. Patreon.com slash it's a thing is where you can support us at any level. You will also get an ad free RSS feed and you can join us and chat in the discord for our live recordings week after week. Don't miss it. You can also email us your things to feedback at it's a thing dot me. But why? We will see you next week. The gauntlet is hereby thrown down. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.